What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I am your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my rider dice. Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. Baby. <laughs> Baby. Baby. I got so much love in me. Mm. <laughs> well, first off, I'd like to say uh, welcome back, everybody. And we're welcome sorry we back. missed you last week as uh, your boy Dino Red was down for the Kids out mm. had the whole house. Don Don's flu. I told you guys about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Ended up taking out the whole house. We was down and out, oh. all of us. It was a bad one. It was Dang. a bad one. So I'm glad uh, you guys are feeling better. It's been going around. Yeah, it's been all around. I feel like the entire city is sick. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, it was. It was long. It was the first time in a long time for me. I hadn't been sick in two years. Mm. Two years, and I was. Down and then, mm. yeah, and and then and and prior to that, the last couple times I had been sick, like you know, a couple days, mm-hmm. and I'm back on my feet. Mm-hmm. But nah, not this time. Mm. I still got a little bit of it hanging on, but I'm you yeah. know I'm back at work and all that. Well, that's good. But uh, yeah, it was uh, we, my wife and I, we had to kind of press our way out because uh, it was our our weekend to go see our man Pip Lily, the Uh-oh. man, the myth, the legend. Uh-oh. He actually came sick. For the love yes. of the glove. And I remember I actually saw you. I was in I was on the side of the audience at mm-hmm. the quick change this quick change booth for and I'm I'm ready to go on for this character and I look out and I'm like, Is that motherfucking Dino? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's sick. Trying to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. I came back to the second act. Well, no Dino. Oh, <laughs> No, not the second act. No, I didn't leave until almost the end. Really? Yeah, I didn't. Leave well, I didn't see you in the second act. I might have. I might have stepped out for popcorn or something. But yeah, I didn't leave until almost the end. I, I saw Uncle. And it his was wife. It was a quarter to eleven when I left. Oh, you missed the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, I didn't know though. I, I, didn't, I didn't know how much longer it was going to be. I was like, this oh, thing won't end. Yeah. <laughs> you lit, actually, you missed like the last like. 
12 minutes. Yeah. And that includes curtain call. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, it, hey. You saw almost it, everything. It wasn't on you. Yeah. It was. You did see almost everything. And I've actually, I've said this before that I think the show is a little too long. Well, but it's entertaining. So it's, people, it's very fine. entertaining. Speaking from somebody who was sick, I can only see it from that. I have a feeling that even if I wasn't sick, it would have been a little long for my taste. But it was definitely a little long for my taste, feeling the way that I was feeling. Yeah, you know. But that's not fair to the show. But uh, and I will say this: um, you know, it's not as we've talked about it before. It, it not being an uh, inexpensive show. But you get your money's worth. I told you guys. It is a very professional uh, production. I told y'all. And you just, I mean, they, yeah, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. The songs, so, the puppets, the performances. Yeah. And I can only imagine, like, how much better it's got. I can't wait to come see it again. I can't. I got a promo code. Oh! DM me. I'll, <laughs> done. Done. I'm there. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna come in like two more weeks. But now they release the promo codes. I know, right? <laughs> you know. Well, right? yeah. well, just in time for my birthday, Pisces. That's probably why they did it to Jung yes. for your birthday. Yeah, that's exactly why. Don't feel bad, he knows all about my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! So for the love of the glove, yes, very entertaining. Well, thank you for coming. So, hey, it was it was uh, my pleasure. It was a nice night. It was a, it was a nice night out, and like I said, it you know it was ruined by the uh, my wife and I being under the weather. But uh, that's nobody's fault. That's just one of those things that happen. Mm-hmm. Pip and I were talking about before the show started that they really need to offer show insurance for mm-hmm. you know because they you buy these tickets so far in advance, anything could happen. Well, they have something mm-hmm. called what is that? Unforeseen circumstances where where who it. offers that? Every every company offers that. If there's something, you just have to call them and let them know and see what they can do. I know even like companies like Airbnb and different companies I, that I've even had to take advantage of that. But I know that most companies, especially ones that have insurance, they have to have because because it's what if something happens that you cannot see well travel stuff we were talking about that they have travel stuff right. but, but for show, entertainment concerts yeah. like never, i feel like the yeah. theater's covered if something bad happens to them right but the customer's not covered yeah I like if you got your, your hamilton tickets and you right. get the flu that night you got to go sick or you lose your mid tickets yeah. But what if it's or a you hurricane sell your tickets to somebody or, else right you sell your tickets to somebody else what if it's a snowstorm and the road is closed but that's on the theater that's the theaters that lost. I mean, they will work with that, but it, like I've se- I've seen that happen. Yeah. But like that's they they have insurance in the case of that kind of situation. That's what. Yeah, that's oh, that's they're what I'm covered. This, and that's why they can give you your money back mm-hmm. for that show because mm-hmm. they're covered. Right. But if you have a personal problem, right? That's what we're saying. Personal, like you should be able to like you know pay another twenty five dollars or something like that for insurance. Like if something happens and you can't make it. You can get refunded, especially for you know these shows. You buy like the tickets, like a the, like the big shows, like Hamilton or something like that. Right. Like you buy the tickets way in advance because right. they'll sell yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. We, we bought we bought our Hamilton tickets literally a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you know a year from now, right? That you're not your auntie sick. not gonna die. You don't know anything. It's an unforeseen <laughs> you know? circumstance. That's what I said. Right. A lot of companies offer certain things. I guess you just have to find out what the what their policy is. I don't know. Maybe you sh- instead of saying you're sick, you just say, Monty died. 
I, well, um, <laughs> you know what? Most likely it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know sorry for you. Yeah, know, yeah right? I, like here's a telegram when they read when they read the notes at the funeral uh, at the funeral. Right. You're like, I'm at Hamilton. I'm so sorry, Auntie, that you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I had these tickets for a year, for a whole year. Why couldn't you just hold on for one more day? Where am I? And I'm surprised that they don't already have something like that because usually companies. They live for stuff like insurance and mm-hmm. warranties and stuff because that's such, it's easy money for them. Mm-hmm. Because it's, and it'd be a markup if the theater sold it, right? Right. Would you like to? Would you like uh, show insurance for an extra ten dollars? Exactly. Yeah, that's ten dollars they put in their pocket. If especially if it's not being used, yeah. right? Which is the case. Which yeah. is how all that because mostly you buying that expensive ticket because you really want to go, right? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. They, I'm surprised that they haven't thought of it already. It's yeah. not just not widespread, just the norm. Mm-hmm. My buddy Dan Gold, who goes out for entertainment all the time, he's going to send me a message with, they do have it. It's blah, 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 blah. He's, you watch. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. I hope so. Um, this is like one of those times where I'm freaking hoping that Dan comes through like, here it is, blah, blah, blah. So I can be like, yes, my auntie died. <laughs> I can't make it. Speaking of death, uh, we it seemed like all the tragedies happen on our show. on Sunday after our show right is after our finished show. airs. Yeah, I promise. This yeah. happened literally as our show ended. Yes. So what we're talking about, everybody knows it's it's been in the in the news nonstop for the last two weeks. The passing of Kobe Bryant. You know, unfortunately, to, we haven't spoke about it. Everybody else has spoken about it, and you know, started the healing process and whatnot, and. Here we are ripping the Band-Aid off. But, you know, we haven't uh, had a chance to 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 speak on it because no. we, you know, I really, I man, I can't wait to, for the day when we have a, a, a daily show. I know, right? That would <laughs> be great. weekly is a long time and then miss a week when something like this happens and it's right. like, it's like, story. A, it's like a million years yeah. that this happened to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a million I mean, years. In reality, it was two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like so long ago. But it was a double whammy for me because not only did Kobe Bryant pass that day, that same I find out the next morning that one of my best friends passed. Oh no! The same morning, Sunday morning as oh, well. I'm sorry. So it was rough that that day at work. That Monday morning was that that whole Monday yeah. was really, really hard, you know. And now the two are intertwined. Intertwined for yeah. me, you know. Anytime somebody mentions. Kobe Bryant, I think about my buddy Marshall. Right. And uh it's 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 hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard because we were really tight. Yeah. He was a really good friend, uh big brother, taught me a lot about life. And uh he was he was pretty young. He was in his early sixties. Wow. So I'm so sorry to so, hear that. So yeah. Can I ask how did he pass? Uh don't know for sure. It sounds like it was a heart attack, maybe. Mm. But so, something uh, with his physical. But yeah, something yeah. Oh, natural like causes, health yeah. wise, yeah. natural causes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Oh wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. So, um, yeah, me too. A shout out to the Bryant family, the Broadway family, you know, and everybody out there that's that's mourning any any of any loved ones, whether mm-hmm. famous or not famous. This Kobe Bryant thing was so far reaching. Uh, I just because he was a, such a major celebrity, and right. yes. you know, let it's it's been known. I'm not a Lakers fan, 
Right. Um, uh, no, I just, I just, I didn't want, I wasn't raised here. So, and then they were the rivals against my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, definitely. And, but I recognized brilliance and talent and exactly. genius. And like he had all that. And on top of that, you know, he was, he was my nephew's absolute favorite player of all time. And my nephew's torn apart. My, and my, and my, I remember my nephew was college searching and he was looking at USC and UCLA and while he's out here he and my mom and I went to go see a Clippers Lakers game and we saw Kobe play in that game and my my nephew that was bam that was everything for him yeah and my mom even wanted to know she wanted to know every single thing that was happening in LA right now Mm -hmm. involving Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant every single thing yeah Kobe Bryant was a really was a hard one for LA because with those three championships that he won, it kind of unified our city. We, a lot of people know. Five. five oh, sorry. <clears throat> five. Yeah. But the three back-to-back ones that he won, but five in total, it really unified our city. Our city is full of gang violence. So when you can see an event like the Lakers parade, when everybody in the, in the city has a reason to come out and celebrate, like that's just, that's always amazing. He just had so many amazing things going and he just did so much with the Lakers like it was it's really hard and really sad and it's even people who don't even speak English I saw a man inside the Rite Aid pick up a bag of chips with a player I think he thought it was Kobe Bryant because he was looking at the man on there like oh no that's not Kobe and he he put it down but you can just tell like how many people that he touched so it was just it was sad yeah and for those are who are in the area who may not know, which I don't see how that's possible, but we'll, you know, announce it anyway. The memorials, the public memorial service for Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi is uh, February the 24th at Staples Center. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the exact time, but I know it's in the morning because the Clippers play that evening, and they technically own the the the, the Staples Center for the whole day. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they um, were gracious enough to allow, you know, the uh, – Brian family to have this this uh, memorial, this memorial on the on you know on the day that they wow. have it rented out for so yeah I remember Kobe Bryant's last game I was there that day at the Staples Center and it just like everybody down to the security guards how everybody just loved him like this it's gonna be crazy on February twenty fourth it's already been I work downtown and during my lunch I I did. Two things. I either walk one direction and go to the library. I walk another direction. I go down towards Staples, <laughs> and I just sort of hang out there. I actually, stay, hang out in the, like the W Hotel lobby mm-hmm. and just sit and mm-hmm. chat. You know, because nobody from my office is there. Right. It's chill. Blah blah blah. Right. So I, I was doing. I did that a couple of times over the last few weeks, and there's a lot of mourners and stuff that's down there, and um, it, it's still it's crazy. It, it'll be probably crazy, like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because it was crazy when MJ past yeah and they had his service there right oh that's right wow it was yeah yeah we so so far our staple centers we've had three memorials with michael jackson nipsey hustle and now kobe bryant wow so. wow what i was gonna say prince's memorial but that was where he lives right in his state or minneapolis. The, minneapolis there was nothing at staples yeah no? okay. matter of fact i don't even remember a public memorial here in la for prince i don't wow. think so oh. no, not 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 a not big not, one, not, not like right. this. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a lot of little personal, like mm-hmm. in the you know people put on or venues put on, but not a big thing like this. No, but they, these three people lived here. Yeah, so yeah. like yeah. they're not just they they're they residents. Right. right. 
Yeah. So uh, one more, one other piece of uh, housekeeping before we uh, get into the show. I wanted to say uh, thank you for all the birthday love, Yay. all the shout outs and everything from, uh, from all you guys out there in social media. I really appreciate it. Happy birthday. So. Oh, my God. I totally missed your birthday. Happy birthday. No, wasn't nothing to miss. <laughs> no, this is like a birthday. milestone birthday. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. The big five oh. The big five oh. It is. That's the best. That's the best age for me so far. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm in my fifties. Boo. Oh no. <laughs> I like being fifty, but fifties. What's the best part about it? I just well, like being fifty. I like I like the fact that I had hit that milestone. Uh, I you, you know think about the like. Uh, the Golden Girls in 1985, they were 50. <laughs> and that was, that was old. That's what they call Golden Girls. Yeah. Nobody thinks 50 is old anymore except right. for like 20 year olds. Yeah. So, and they just don't know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, yep, welcome, yep, welcome, yep, welcome, yep, yep. Over the hill, you've come. It is what it is. All right, you guys ready to get in these topics? Let's yes. do it. All right. Let's do it. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So there are two kinds of popular Excedrin products temporarily discontinued mm. if, uh, in a precaution, if precautionary measures. So pharmace- the pharmaceutical company GlasgowSmithKline announced the temporary suspension of Excedrin Extra Strength and Excedrin Migraine. The tough stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both. Yeah, both that are uh, both uh, are um, products for migraine. Yeah, the one everybody goes to. So, yeah, that that seems to that was the article was saying that that is the the those are the products of choice for people who suffer from migraines. And mm-hmm. they interviewed some people saying that their their next the next brand that they use when they can't get Excedrin is just like a it's it's a, a big downgrade. Mm. You know, they were saying so they're gonna miss the product while it's not on the shelf. So the thing is, the good news is there hasn't been like any kind of like uh, tampering or anything like that. No one's getting sick. This is uh, uh, like a self uh, a internal internal decision that mm-hmm. they did when they were doing some of their checks and balances or whatever. And they uh, weren't happy with uh, some of the uh, it seemed like the, the consistency mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the of the strength of the, the tablets weren't weren't on up to par or something of that nature. So just to be safe, they pulled them all until they get this under control and then they'll put them back on. So basically it's just Excedrin being responsible. Yeah. Which is what you want out of your pharmaceutical company. Absolutely. Right. So big ups to them for that and big props to them. And uh, if you are a person who suffers from those migraines, hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never had a migraine, thank God. And I hope I never, you know, do have one. Right. Cause uh, they sound very, very, very painful. Yeah. You know, people. Some people, you know, they think of them as just like a, a real bad headache. But no, that's calling a migraine or bad headache is kind of like calling cancer a bad flu. Oh, <laughs> it's like way. Well, worse. I was calling migraines real bad headaches, <laughs> real bad flus. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just just uh, hang on, and they'll be back soon. Wow. Uh, in the meantime, though, they do have other. Uh, they have Excedrin Extra Strength and an Excedrin Migraine as well. So, or I'm sorry, those are the ones that are off the shelves. Yeah, right. they they have they have some other ones that are um, that uh, help with migraines as well. Okay, so. well that's great. A lot of times, too many times, in fact, you hear 
pharmaceutical companies being irresponsible with yes. their products or trying to slip something under the rug, mm-hmm. hiding side effects or mm-hmm. doing all kind of negligent things. So just the fact that GlaxoSmithKline did that just in preventatory measures, a lot of other companies should really take notice. And we got another recall uh, that's going on with not quite as as uh, good results as the as the Excedrin company. Oh no! Yeah, there's a company that recalls breast implants oh, used no. by thousands that are linked to a rare cancer. Mm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so Allergen, which is a, also a well-known pharmaceutical company mm-hmm. that makes many different pharmaceuticals and breast plants as well. Uh, Allergen, a pharmaceutical company and the makers of several types of breast implants, initiated a global recall at the request of the U.S. Uh, Food and Drug Administration wow. as reports continue to come in from women who have developed <gasps> anaplastic large-cell lymphoma, likely from the implants. Allergen said that they are recalling biocell textured breast implants and tissue expanders from all markets. The products are already banned in several countries but the fda had declined to restrict sales in the u.s until now Mm. where they are far less popular accounting for less than five percent of all implants sold wow this is messed up so yeah it is messed up what the fuck is a texture breast implant yeah i kind of don't understand like the point of that Please explain. I will. Because the smooth blessed us blessed. The smooth breast implant doesn't quite have like the natural feel of real boobs. So the textured one kind of gives you like the feel, like the little nodules and stuff that are in natural muscles. Exactly. Exactly. So it gives you texture so that it just has a natural feeling, a natural more natural shape. That's that's really the only difference. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So the FDA said that there have been 573 cases of, of the cancer uh, shortened to, uh, they call it BIA-ALCL, wow. uh, with 33 deaths this year worldwide, a significant increase over the last year. Of those 573, 800, uh, 481 are due to the wow. allergen implants, and, and the 33 deaths, 12 were known to have allergen wow. implants. Yeah, so uh, the cancer can be uh, cured if it's caught early by removing the implant and the scar tissue around it, but it can require chemotherapy or additional serious treatments. Now, they're recommending that if you don't have any symptoms, they're recommending that you don't pull them out. But I don't know how, once this word spreads, I don't see too Right. I I, kind of feel like. If I if I if I had implants and I heard about this, I'd be like, "You yank these mugs out." Yeah, get these puppies out of my boobs. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna sit around and wait for the, you know, for the early signs. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, you want early? There is yeah. no sign. Yeah. This is early. Yeah, yeah. Preve- right. isn't you know? prevention the best medicine? Exactly. Right. But they're saying for some reason that that could be worse, and they want you to wait for this. That's I what see. they're saying because they don't want you to have I surgery. Un- I guess unnecessarily. You, yeah, they don't yeah. want to have to pay for it. That they don't too. have to pay for that. <laughs> Like, no, no, no. Not everybody all at once now. But that's crazy. But I feel like the later, lately I've been hearing a lot of story about women that are getting their implants taken out Mm -hmm. because of health concerns. Yeah, 573 cases in a year and 480 of those are from the allergen breast implant. That's ridiculous. It's it's not the number of cases that is surprising to me because I feel like that's low. 
but it's the number of Very people low. that is tied to this yeah. disease and the implants. It's like, well, like it's not a lot of people is dying from it, but it seems like everybody's dying from it got breast implants. Yeah, that's the part that's that is surprising to me. Like of those people, four hundred and eighty-one have these fake boobs. Like really. And all these other countries don't sell these breast implants for that reason, except the U.S. Here we go, sweeping it under the rug again. And these are people's lives that they're playing with, all just so they can get some money like that. Well, this America, you can get what you want. I was when just going to say that that is just like the American way, and it's sad. And it's going to be some people that will just go back alley, but then they deserve breast cancer. Sorry. Yeah. Well, if you go on back alley, you're gonna go get to something that that, that that's like you know is gonna cause right. problems, and you're gonna go that way. You asking for it? That's all I'm saying. I'm not wishing breast cancer on anybody. Yeah, if you you, gonna, you can see Dino, Dino's face, Dino's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna go back alley, you better check that breast implant, or you, yeah. If you don't, then you run the risk of whatever happens. <clears throat> yeah. So we have a um, another uh, kind of a public service announcement. This is a a scam alert from FedEx. Mm. So they're saying uh, there's a FedEx tech scam that's going on. Don't fall for delivery notification text claiming to be from FedEx. Mm-hmm. So what's going on is people are getting texts from what looks like FedEx, but it's actually a scammer. Mm-hmm. They click on the link. The link takes them to Amazon and there's some sort of like little survey. You know how they just like, Oh, you know, if you're, are you happy with this and that and whatever else? And then at the end, they uh, ask you for some credit card information, supposedly to give you some sort of reward or something like that. Right. But that's when they get you. Mm-hmm. So that's when you they're letting people know that this is a new scam that's kind of going around and don't fall for it. You know, so. Yeah. People, the, go ahead. The number one rule always when you get anonymous, weird text messages, don't click the link unless you know what you're clicking. If you don't have a, FedEx package and you don't know that don't click the link or I would say not even not even weird you know what I mean because I think a lot of times that's how they get people because they are very convincing when they make mm-hmm. they make these links look like it's coming from wherever they say it is whether it's Amazon or FedEx or wherever else you know so that a lot of people fall prey to it because it doesn't look weird it looks legit you know so be just on your guard regardless and try to, you know, uh, make sure before you click on a link, you read the link, you know, and see what it says in it and don't just click on it. Read the hyperlink, read the, that, that blue text. Right. Did you guys get one of these FedEx texts? No, I have not. I no. did. Oh. I got one. Oh. And it was like, uh, FedEx, your package is on the way. Track it now and by clicking this link. Yeah. And then you click the link and then it opens up like, we're going to tell you where your package is, but first, take this survey but it's just like i when i initially opened up the text message i was like fedex package on my way track it i'm like i don't have no fedex package coming so i was like you know what i did did just what you said you know i started looking at the hyperlink Mm -hmm. like i don't know why would fedex send me this from this weird Mm -hmm. link and then i was like oh this is weird yeah i don't know about this yeah the the biggest the biggest tip is to be present yeah. You know what I mean? Just be present because there's so many different scams and things out there. Yeah, I get another one from Home Depot, too. And that one comes all the time. It's like you have a, a thank you for paying $20 on your credit on your Home Depot account. And I'm like, I don't have a Home Depot account. 
But it's like when you click the link, same type of little right. deal. So they, they do. They are very, very, very tricky with these scams. Right. So like I was saying, just, yeah, be be present. You know, try to be present. You get caught up. And that's how they get you is like you're just, you know, you're multitasking. You're not paying a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It looks legit. Um, if you're someone like me whose family, we order a lot of online stuff. So mm-hmm. we get, you know, notifications or deliver. We actually get deliveries to the house. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you expecting anything? No. But then there's something there? there that we forgot <laughs> right, about. Yeah. Right. You know, because stuff get delayed or whatever. And it's just when you order a lot of stuff, it's really hard to track everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it would be easy for us to think, oh, okay, you know, this is right. something we got, you know, coming whatever but no just just be present and be suspicious you know and when in doubt go to the actual site of wherever it is that you're you know wherever uh whoever sent you the link yeah go Mm -hmm. to the actual fedex site and put in your you know because you should already have a tracking you know if you if you got if some if fedex is sending you something you should already have the tracking anyway Mm -hmm. and uh and then put the tracking in from there and track it that way instead of uh you know just opening random links and things like that just try to be present try not to get too too caught up in the multitasking i'm always suspicious of anything that asks me for information of any Mm -hmm. kind or any definitely any kind of billing information Definitely. Absolutely. So, like, that's always a red flag. Always. And, and again, for me, just any t- if I'm I'm suspicious of any kind of information. You want don't why you ask my name? You sent me the text, <laughs> right? <laughs> why you need my name? Mm-hmm. You know, I just like, and I also again, even for there are legit companies that kind of scam you in a way for information, fish stuff to get stuff from you. I, I don't want to get that that stuff for free either because they're just gonna sell it. Absolutely. So I'm always suspicious of when they when they want something when they when they're asking you for for something, just be suspicious. Yes. Even uh, even when I got that Home Depot text, I called Home Depot. I was like, uh, I don't have a Home Depot account. What are y'all doing? Who paid y'all twenty dollars under? And y'all sending me a text. Fix this now. And so they were like, Oh no, you know. And they seemed like they were getting right on it. And they were like, No, it must just be like a wrong number type of situation. So I was like, Okay. Cool. Girl, so, they weren't getting on nothing. They wasn't getting They're on not. nothing because I still get the dag text mm-hmm. to this day. They I mean, just drinking some, eating some tandoori chicken. I mean, think about Hello. it. What, what, called, what could they do though? If someone says if made up of a fake, you know, uh, Home Depot situation and, and and contacts you, they got your email from wherever, and they contact you and, and uh, pretending to be Home Depot, and Home Depot is not involved. You don't have an account with them. What's Home Depot? What can they do? Well, the account, it, it was a real account under Home Depot because it had the, like, some account numbers there. So that's the reason why I called because I was like, wait a minute, let me make sure somebody's not using my information. That was my main thing. Like, is somebody using my information to get a Home Depot account? Oh, hell no. So when I called, that was my main thing. Like, what's going on? Is it my name? Is it just my phone number? Because they sent me a text. They didn't send me an email. They sent me a text. So I'm like, what's going on? Is it my name? Is it my address? Is it my social? Is it my... And she was like, no, it just seems like maybe it's the wrong number. Because it's the only thing of yours that's the same. Mm. So I was like, um, all right, well, that's fine, I guess. You know what it might have been? One of those situations where they were getting something from Home Depot, 
Home Depot was asking them for information mm-hmm. and they didn't want to give the information, but they wanted whatever it was and they just made, made up, up a number and happened to be yours. yours. Yep. Cause I do that shit all the time. <laughs> right. I do that shit all the time. So that's kind of like what I chucked it up to. <laughs> that's like, hilarious. Okay, I've right. never done that. I do that all oh, the yeah. time. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want them texting me, you know, soliciting me all random, but I do want this thing that I'm trying to get or whatever. Right. So I'll just put in a fake, put in fake information. Oh, you know what? There is that's that's a lie because there is no. When I first moved to LA, I had two phone numbers because uh-huh. I had one that I was going to use just for acting and one that was going to be a personal number, and they're mm-hmm. one digit apart. Okay. Ah. And then I was here for like a month. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't need two numbers. Uh-huh. And so I got rid of the one. And so every now and then I put that old number in. I don't know who it belongs to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I put that old number in. That's mm-hmm. that's that number. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I feel bad for the people who. Whose numbers I make up and it actually is them, but yeah, yeah. I got a couple of discount cards too that that's the number. Like uh-huh. you, you know, when you forget your card, like yeah. your savings card, yeah. you put in yeah. the number. Yeah. That's that number that don't belong to me. Yeah, <laughs> I have a similar that's my situation Ralph's with that. All, all the all the cards, all of those things. Like, I hate those things, but they're all. I just use my um an uh an old number for my my sister. Mm. That you know, it's it's not it's actually not a fake number. It's a real number. And she has accounts with all those places, you know. And so if I don't have the card or don't remember one or and don't want to sign up for one, I'll just put in, I'll just you give her. my sister's number. She, she got to have one. A house phone. It's an old house phone number that, mm. you know, she doesn't really, because, you know, everybody only uses their cell phones right. now. And nobody uses that house phone number, you know, so I just put that. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. They're like, do you have a, I was like, oh, here. And I just you give my sister's one. number. Mm-hmm. And was, it's just always in there because we all like me and my nephews and nieces. Everybody we, we, uses it. Yeah, everybody uses it. So yep. I just, just you know, babies born right now, like a house phone, like they'll never know. Uh, <laughs> like they'll never. It'll be like you know uh, when we used to we used to, we watch things and they had like those those little the uh, the U shaped phones and stuff like that and they had to dial like can I get Stanton two four five. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Right. That used to be a thing once upon a time. That's what the phone <laughs> the house phone is gonna be. To yes. Them. Oh my God. That's yeah. hilarious. The yeah. old, like, I would watch like Petticoat Junction or whatever, and they'd be ringing, like, they'd be pulling the crank on the mm-hmm. phone or something. And I'm like, they didn't really have that. My mom's like, yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. She's sure like, that's did. in my lifetime. They had that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had to go. I remember seeing that back in the day. You had to go to the operator, and you had to call the operator, and the operator would be like, hello, can you connect me to so and so? Then the operator had to, like, connect you to the next person. Like, that is some. Um, Relic, you don't even believe that it's real, kind right. of right. And then babies today are gonna be like, Wait, they have phones that are plugged house- into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't take your phone outside the house. You, didn't, That's you, cr- couldn't, you couldn't choose the name <laughs> if I want to call dad. I couldn't just say dad and the dial. No, wait a minute, what kind of screensaver you have on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> a phone book. <laughs> oh my gosh, phone books. Yes, yes. yes. Oh. Yes, you're telling your personal, your little black book. Guys don't even have little black books anymore. Don't need them. I know. You just got, got your, your whole personal computer. Yeah, you got your whole box right in the palm of your hand. Whole box. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said whole box. Uh-uh, but, you got your whole box. Which could work too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could. Both. It could go both ways. For real. But I feel you 100%, Dino. To this very day, I still use my grandfather's house phone number. My grandfather moved back to Indiana years ago, mm. and he's since passed away. And to this day, just two days ago, I still use that number for everything. Right, Aid, Ralph's, Vons, Costco. We still had his Costco card till it expired. 
That's a good idea. I should use my grandparents' old number. They're dead, too, and that's an Illinois number. But these days, it doesn't matter what your zip code no, is. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. If you connect it. I'm sorry, area code. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because everybody has, like, area codes from somewhere else. I mean, and even when I first moved here, that's another reason why I had two numbers, because they told me, everybody in the business told me, oh, you have to have a 213-310 number. Really? To work in the business, because, yeah, because they want to know that you are committed to being here. Mm. Mm. So they want you to have a local number. Wow. But that don't matter anymore. Now you can be nine seven four seven five zero six zero three. Right. Nobody cares. Yeah. All these new zip codes nowadays. What's your ten? I don't know. <laughs> so, Dijon, if a service dog came up to you without an owner, what would you do? I would be concerned for the owner. I would be thinking that something happened to the owner. Mm-hmm. And but what would you do if the dog just if the dog walked up to you? Well, I would be like, "Where's your home?" I would pet it. And <laughs> yeah, what would the dog say back? What would the animal say back? Oh, help! I don't know. <laughs> All right, Reggie. Right. All right. <laughs> this dog better be Lassie or Scooby. All right. I don't know. I'm gonna pet him. Like, oh my God, where's your owner? I'm gonna start looking around and trying to figure out where the dog came from. So this actually happened to someone, and it started. It sparked. This is one of the good things about social media. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it uh, social media, we complain about it a lot. We yeah. complain about all the fuckery that's on it and a lot of the nonsense. But there's a lot of good things that happen due to social media as well. So, in, you know, in real life, this happened to somebody and the person didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so it sparked conversation and debate and, and all this education has, you know, come of it. So now they're spreading the word of what to do if a service animal does approach you without his owner. And uh, got, a little, got a little clip. like to hear it. Here we go. Service announcement for service dogs has gone viral after this story was posted on Twitter. Now, the post tells a story about how a woman with epilepsy tripped and fell and her service dog ran to get help from another woman who was just swatting the dog away. The moral of the post is right here. If a service dog without a person approaches you, it means that person is down and is in need of help. Well, this story prompted a lot of social media response, a lot of people asking questions. So we wanted to bring in Olivia, who's here with our guide guide dog, Sonny, who's in training from the Guide Dog Foundation. Olivia, good morning. Let's go through some of these questions. Malka asks, uh, do you know how a service dog would try to get someone's attention? Like, what would the dog do if it came up to you? Yeah, I think typically what they're going to do is take their nose and nudge their leg. So it will look, touch, good boy, something like that. Um, But in general, bottom line is, if you see the dog invest without a person attached to it, follow them. All right. Next question is from Dan. If a service dog approaches me, is there any way to alert the dog that, yes, I'm ready and willing to help and show me the way? Yeah, the verbal cue is not going to be any sort of secret password or anything like that you might just say what or where or just start moving you start to go yep, and the dog if you might just start take to you. go then follow them where they go all right and one more here is there a way to train a dog to go to somebody else if the first person they're approaching like in this post is not reacting well yes so persistency is something that you can definitely increase in terms of behavior um but that's something that you would have to train and work on it very good thank you so much You're how's welcome. sonny doing <laughs> he's doing amazing awesome appreciate that in that original post by the way uh, she did write that they are gonna. She's updating her dog's training so that if a person she goes to first doesn't respond, that dog will know how to do what Olivia said, and that's find somebody else. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Did you know, know that, that though? No, like, I, I wouldn't in a million that. years have yeah. thought. Oh, they. I would have thought the yeah. dog's lost. Yes, or, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, I have huh? questions. Okay, is that Carson Daly? Uh, I don't know if it is. He's uh, <laughs> gained some weight. I was gonna yeah, say he's got a big ass. <laughs> he got a thick booty. <laughs> His 
got his new cheeks that came on in. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> he looks like a dad. All right, that's my that's into my questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally relevant and germane to the topic at hand. It's perfect. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so now you know if a, a guide dog comes up to you, then, you know, and he has a, a vest on, which means that they're in the middle of working and, and he doesn't have an owner, then he's trying to get your attention. And I was for right. You to follow that dog. Well, you, you were right about asking the dog, where does he live? No, I, I said you would that. follow him. You said that? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my first thing I said. Okay. Was if the owner's not there, then something's wrong with that person. Yeah, and, and I would say, ask him for help, and then said, he was you, like, "How would yeah. you get them? What yeah, you would he say? You did say that. Yeah, <laughs> and she said, "She, you, she, she, you were right. I stand corrected, but it's still hilarious." Yeah, <laughs> I think that it's crazy that other people would see the dog and wave it off, like, "Get away from me, service dog." I, I with know, no but, owner. <laughs> but you know what? It's a, it's one of those things again. And I was just having this conversation with somebody this week. When an emergency situation happens, uh-huh. you are never you never know how you're gonna react, mm-hmm. right? And so usually, true. most people like like think like I, this can't really be happening, and they either try to ignore it mm-hmm. <laughs> or try to get out of it. Yep. So yep. like, because we we had a situation in my office where somebody walked into a bathroom and somebody was down in the bathroom and had to call the paramedics. I'm mean, like, said not in my office, in my building. Excuse me, uh-huh. um, but. Uh, like, what would you, some people didn't know what to do? Right. Like we were talking about in our office. Like I wouldn't know what to do. I just, I guess I would just call nine one one. It's like you wouldn't try to help them any kind of way. You wouldn't ask them if they were okay. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I didn't think about think all about that. that. Yeah. Like, it's because you just you're not prepared. You're right. Not, right. Yeah, you're totally not. So a dog comes up to you, or a service animal comes up to you. I don't. I, most people are like, I don't. I think they would freeze, not know what to, what, what to do. Yeah. Like, what is this? Get away from me, dog. I could see the lady not even realizing that it's a service dog. You know what I mean? Because. Right. Let's face it, there's a lot of dogs that aren't service dogs that got on those little service dog looking, sure. you know, pseudo fake ass vests or whatever so that they can try to fly on the plane. Right. So they can, yeah, uh, kind of get, get, uh, what a loophole the system and take their dog into the grocery store with them or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I could just see the person being, uh, uh, preoccupied. And just, just you know, thinking the dog is trying to play and just trying to shoot it, like go away, doggy. You know, like I'm, I'm like busy. You know what I mean? Like, like not even being aware mm-hmm. that it was some sort of a crisis situation, or even making, yeah, you making know? the connection that like service dog equals right. person help, in need. need help. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I could just see the person just thinking, hey, this some dog wandered away. Mm-hmm. You know, go, 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 find your mommy, go find your daddy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you gotta go back to work. Your lunch break's over. Right. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, there you go. <clears throat> Once again, dogs make their way into this show because we love dogs on the Shiznit yes, show. Yes, we do. We do. And uh, we have a another doggy story that's a little different. <laughs> a little different. Found this this doggy story takes place across the pond over in merry old England where uh, we actually had a similar story uh, a while back. I don't think it was last year. It might have been the year before last, but we did a story where uh, um, people were getting together with their dogs and uh, using uh, their dogs to uh, take care of rat problems. Mm-hmm. I think in, I think it was in New York City. Mm. And, but this wasn't a uh, anything sponsored by the government or anything. It was just like some people just kind of doing it on their own. You yeah. know, they would get some beers and their dogs and kind of go rat hunting. Mm-hmm. Well, over in England, there are exterminators that they have a lot of farms over there and they have problems with rodents. And so there are uh, exterminators that actually employ dogs to do the work for them. 
So this one particular co- uh, company set a record in seven hours. Damn. In seven hours, they had eight dogs of various breeds. They just get these different breeds um, that are known for, because there are certain dogs that were bred for, you know, mm-hmm. it's just in their DNA. Yeah. Like chihuahuas. Right. A lot of people think that cats and rats are like natural enemies and a cat is a no. A dog is far superior. No contest. No contest. Dogs are far superior uh rat catchers than 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 uh cats are yeah and they're not looking to play with them either nope. they're no they're looking to get rid of them so yep. in in seven hours in a seven hour work day eight dogs exterminated 730 rats wow what the yeah from, wait, yeah from one place from one farm from one farm this is so okay so just as a coincidence i have I don't want to say discover, but I was watching uh, Amazon Prime and there was an animated series called The Good Family. It was it was on Fox, I think, for one season. Okay. It's about this super politically correct lefty family. Mike Judge okay. was the uh, was the creator of it. Okay. Uh, for Beavis and Butthead and, and uh, the Hill, Hank Hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. King of the Hill, King of the Hill. Yeah. So yeah, so this is called The Good Family, and they're they're a vegan family, and mm-hmm. their dog is hungry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Because they won't give him anything with meat in yeah, it. Don't but, ma- <laughs> but but you can see the dog. The dog's good because the dog just like it's always these missing cat and missing animal posters in their neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> and you realize that the dog's been going out okay. doing his thing. Yeah. So there's an episode where the junior college where the dad works is being overrun by squirrels, <laughs> and they takes the dog and cha- and puts him on a tree, and all of a sudden there's no more squirrels oh. after a few days. Oh yeah, this is That's very awful. much like that. Yeah, p- people, please don't make your dogs vegan. <laughs> don't don't dogs Aww. need meat and protein and. Uh, don't don't do that to them. They can't have don't an impossible that. burger. If you if you decide to become a vegan, that's one thing. And I understand a lot of people want their pets to live a similar lifestyle than they do, whatever. But if you don't think your dog should be eating meat, then you just should not own a dog because you're really <laughs> you you're doing your dog a disservice. That's right. not that's not good. You can't give them an impossible burger. So impossible meat. Uh, you could. It's possible if you that. want your dog to die. You could give him <laughs> that, but I would not recommend that you make that his diet. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, so it, it made the papers and everything was a big. Yeah. It sets a record and all that. So uh, these dogs were about it, about it. That's over a <laughs> hundred ass an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, they was like they was getting it. Boy. All the days work. And so- the pictures are very disgusting <laughs> because they got the, all the. Little rat corpses, all seven hundred and thirty of them lined up out there, and they took pictures with them. So I would, I wanted to see the dogs though. They yeah, had, you know. But, I uh, actually so, find no. Go ahead. So the the uh, the dogs they just caught the rats. They didn't. They didn't eat, what? eat them. I don't That'd be a lot of rats. No, well, dogs to eat, a, a, a dog wouldn't. Uh, a typical dog is not going to eat the rat. Unless the dog is like hungry, wild, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if he's a wild dog and and he hasn't been fed or whatever, then he'd eat it for food because mm-hmm. that's na- nature, mm-hmm. you know. But these are pet, you know, pets, working dogs, yeah. or whatever. They're they're fed well, so they're just hunting out of instinct, okay. not out of hunger. So no, they just they just they catch the rats and they, uh, them they and yeah they kill them and bring them and. Drop the body, then they off to find more. Oh wow! I just yeah. can't believe that there's that many rats on one yes. property. Uh-huh. 
That's a lot of rats. That's a lot of rats. Jack tried to catch a mouse before. A- Jack ate a bird. I think I told you guys that one time. He ate a bird. Yeah, well, at the Jack's park. a terrier, so you know, terriers did are, not know that. Terriers are or were, or were they're not now, but they were. You know, working dogs. They had purposes. Most he's of them. He's definitely a working dog. Any noise, Jack is on it. And one time he was he tried to catch a mouse. And he chased the mouse, and he he got the mouse, and I screamed because I didn't know what the heck he Drop was it. doing. He dropped that mouse. You scared him. He I scared it. the crap out of yeah. him, and he's never chased one since. And I'll be like, "Get the mouse, Jack!" Blew it. <laughs> I, I, I think it's is it this weekend that the, is I think this weekend or no last weekend or anyway the, within this last week is the Westminster Dog Show. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's always around like the Super Bowl ish time. I, mm-hmm. and, and I just read something in the paper this week or online rather uh, about. The Wire Fox Terrier mm-hmm. is the number one winningest Westminster dog. Wow! But they were bred to get small vermin. Yeah, wow. most of most of the small terriers, almost any almost any terrier will you know. Well, a lot of any working dog, most any terrier, they will all catch you know they will all catch prey. You know? I didn't know that, but yeah. it makes a lot of sense his behavior because he's so nosy, ones. and I always tell him that you're so nosy every time. You always got to go look and investigate. They actually have a terrier that's called a rat terrier, yeah, as, as if you know to to make it like even more plain what his right. purpose was. But yeah, they they use whippets, they use all kind of dogs, you know. Even Casper, Casper, he's a you know he he's something smaller than him, and it's moving. He's after it. Wow. Yeah, he don't. But like you wouldn't. Ideally, if I was like an exterminator, I wouldn't use Casper for that task right. because mm-hmm. just because he's too big and not fast enough, right. mm-hmm. like he's not as efficient a choice. You know what I mean? Like these smaller dogs are much more efficient. Yeah, That's right. why they were bred that way. So, I yeah. had this English Springer Spaniel, and he would his their uh, what do you call a. Uh, Flushing dogs, right? That's what that's what they do. They go yeah. scare the animal out, and then yeah. the other dogs go attack them and attack. kill them. Right, right. Wow. So that's what he was good at. He was good at he chased squirrels away from our backyard. Wow. <laughs> he was really good at it. Yeah, they they work in tandem. Even the uh, the owners of the company said he really don't they don't train them. They just get the right breeds. Mm-hmm. They know which breeds have it. It's been it's been bred into them, and they just let them go. And then between instinct and learning from the other dogs. They don't they just really. Get it they just, yeah. They just. Let's go drop they just work off. together. There you go. So <laughs> you talking all this stuff. You like you want Jack out in the field chasing rats. Mm. Well, I want him to. <laughs> I feel like I scared his instincts out of him because now he's odd. Now he doesn't. But before he was like into it, so you know. So you and Jack just gonna hang outside the Home Depot, <laughs> like, <wait. laughs> trying to sell your rat services. <laughs> Up flyers in the neighborhood, you What's guys. What's your little sign? Yeah, we're gonna have a sign. We're gonna give our flyers and business cards and coupons. <laughs> your first five rats are free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, <clears throat> this is this next story takes place in San Diego, and the U.S. authorities they have found. The longest smuggling tunnel ever found. It's all kinds of record breakers today. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, it's early on in the year, and people about it. Yeah, they like they trying. They people are working and moving, <laughs> living their best life. Whether it's legal or illegal, they don't care. Everybody's doing something. I got to be, and it got to be number one. Right. Yep, yep. So if you sitting at home slacking on your ass, you better get up and do something. Get rich or die trying. Right. 
Oh man, so okay, so here we go. We had a little story about the this this very big elaborate tunnel. It's the longest cross-border tunnel ever discovered on the southwest border, officials say. More than three-quarters of a mile long, the link from Tijuana to the U.S., an astonishing passageway 70 feet below the earth. Those beeps, warnings to investigators who entered the tunnel that the oxygen levels were dangerously low. Thanks to the hard work of the Tunnel Task Force, this tunnel will not be used to smuggle dangerous drugs and other illicit contraband into our communities. The engineering here described by U.S. agents as elaborate, with an elevator, a rail system, electricity, and ventilation. Damn. The tunnel, five feet tall, two and a half feet wide. Authorities have made no arrests or seizures, but they did find an offshoot, another tunnel, still under construction. Kerry Sanders, NBC News. They are assuming that that's for drugs. That could be Batman's layer. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and it was under construction, so. Yeah, elevator. Come on. Yeah. That boy was coming in. Whoever they was, whatever they're smuggling, the people who were, whatever it was, the people who worked down there was some shorties. <laughs> Five <laughs> feet. feet tall by Man, They, I don't know why they are acting like it's so unheard of. Like, we've known about these tunnels forever. Forever. I know I have. I know that I've heard stories of you get deported back to Mexico and a week later you're back. Like, it's no way. I don't think they were acting as if it was, a, you know, unheard of. But I think that they just hadn't run across any that was this elaborate, you know, with elevators and rails and electricity that's pretty yeah. elaborate for yeah. you know those tunnels are basically and it's three quarters of a mile yeah, yeah that's, that's, long. that's a lot now that's because generally it's a hole in the ground yeah. literally yeah. you know generally it's literally a hole in the ground and that's pretty much it you yeah. know? they said it's 75 feet down but still you have to consider you have to still you still have to consider like what's on top of it could cave in yep right like and that's a lot that you're every inch of it is a gamble yep. yep and you oh for sure you go in on Tijuana and come out in in San Diego or vice versa. That's yeah, uh, that's a uh, that's that's serious tunnel. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And I they were starting to branch out and make extensions. <laughs> like, you want to go to Texas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the MTA people working on this Crenshaw line <laughs> need to call them up because right they, they can use some help because this time they've been they've been they've been. Uh, trying to build this rail for like years. 10 years <laughs> and uh they seem to be moving at a faster pace under much worse conditions mm -hmm. so uh low oxygen so why levels? we why we just like illegal like, aliens again exactly <laughs> so. y'all still gonna build that wall huh even though we got the tunnels miles long that's fine it's hard. I've, I've all i don't know i guess it's just being like one of those la urban legend type of things about these tunnels well, there was a. It's it, they've they've reported these before, and there was a whole season of weeds where it was about that, where they had an actual tunnel to Mexico from their oh, house. Wow, I didn't right. see that. I mean, so you know these. Yeah, you're right. We've heard of this before, but I, again, it's it's just the size of this and this the, how elaborate, right? Yeah. it was. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, coyotes are they are a fact of life. That mm -hmm. it's one of those. Uh, one of those things that in our world, it's 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 we know of it, but like if you if we were Mexican, like we would all know coyotes, and we would all know mm -hmm. people who have mm -hmm. been brought over here by coyotes, and right. 
You mean smugglers, had, not the animals. Right. That's what that's what the, the, the smugglers are called coyotes. Right. If yeah. somebody I'm just didn't clarifying. know No, 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 no you right. you're right. Because if yeah. somebody didn't know that a coyote was a smuggler a smuggler, they would be listening right now. Right. Like, what? Right, <laughs> like exactly. a coyote did. What? So uh but yeah, and in, in their world it's very common and very you know, everybody it's not it's like not it's, it's, it's a secret that they're all in on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right, it's a secret absolutely. from the rest of us. But absolutely. they all they all know coyotes are very common. Absolutely, you you could throw a rock and you know somebody's either been brought over here by a coyote or have a relative that's been brought over by. Yeah, a like even though mm-hmm. I knew that it, there's hundreds of tunnels and you know some of them are like this and some of them are like that. I never seen the inside of one till just now, so I'm just like I'm still in awe. Uh, it was even electricity and air oxygen alarms. So I'm just like, whew, all right now. They are not playing. So is is Madge one of Madonna's nicknames? Yes. Okay. Because that, that kind of, I, I didn't know that until now. But the story is Madonna sued, and then the the head, the byline or the headline is too late, too, too late, uh, too little, too late in New York City Madge. Yeah, and it says, was, stop it, making us wait. When she was in London, she, you know, she thought she was British for a sec because she was married yeah. to Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I remember she had the accent and everything. Yeah, she's married to Guy Ritchie and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And the British people called her Madge. Oh, they gave her that name. Okay. Well, yeah, I was, yeah, okay. So I was like, hmm, where, where'd that name come from? So I'm down for this. I am so here for this. Madonna is being sued because uh, by, by some fans who, uh, some concert go- goers of hers, two men. Who said they were just, you know, um, they waited three hours for her concert. And it caused all kind of problems for them, you know, as far as their transportation and trains, getting back home, trying to get home at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, shit. Got to go things, to work. Things like that. Yeah. It's just, and, you know, we hear about this a lot. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I imagine it right. was all turning to say Lauren Hill. Because Lauren Hill is also notorious for this. She's so notorious. Uh, but it's, except this, this tour right here, um, they said that... that that's pretty much standard operating procedure for Madonna to be two and three hours late like this. And I, I think it's a shame. Like, it, it's a shame to do your fans like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these these the, these tickets to these concerts are not cheap. No. And even if they were, what whatever, you set your ticket prices, whatever. I mean, but to pay that kind of money and to be treated that way, because to me, I, I feel like it's it's uh, um, it's passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, it's, it's I, I do. I mean, but it's, Whatever I don't know, I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but it's very insensitive, very cruel, mm-hmm. very very mean, and I like the fact that that uh, these people are suing her, and I hope that it will keep other celebrities and her from doing things like this in the future. Now, you know, nobody's saying that people understand. You know, an hour or less, right? Things happen, whatever. Absolutely, but. Three hours and when it's routine, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. that's, you know, that that's not something going on. That right. That's just, you know, their standard operating procedure and they're just being assholes, you know, and making people wait just because they can't. Careless. Yeah. You know, you know, consider I, it. I, in my 20s and my 30s, because I, I think mostly because I was hanging around artists, most of my friends didn't have kids then. 
And now that I'm older, I'm kind of like, I always think about stuff like stuff you can't do because you have kids mm -hmm. and what it takes for you to do stuff when right. you have kids. Yeah. Right. So you got kids and you want to go see like your favorite pop artist, right? right? So you got to get a babysitter. Right. You got to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You probably don't live in the city. Right. So you got to get into the city and you got to do all this yep. and you got to wait all night and then you got to pay late, you know, more yep. money to the babysitter. Right. And right. All, oh, that's just, it's yep. rude. Yeah. And but then, if you had plans afterwards or something, exactly that you may miss, mm -hmm. right. you know, and and may may have a, maybe you uh, spent money on on yep. those plans, you know, uh, may you know like these gentlemen with transportation, mm -hmm. you could you could find yourself in a very tough situation on getting home. It's just numerous numerous reasons why that's just and even if none of those reasons existed, it would still be wrong, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. but that stuff just compounds it. And you compound that by all the people there that are going through that. It's just ridiculous, especially when you are an old ass artist where you know <laughs> you everybody's come to see you is old as well. And it's not a bunch of young college kids. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. like, like Pip said, that people really have to go through some stuff to go out. You know, parents, like even when we went to go see Pip, it wasn't across town or, or any of that other stuff, but it was still some effort and some hassle for us to like, you know, make arrangements to, yeah. we got a kid, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So I, I could just imagine like wait, waiting three hours for Pip show to start. I'd be pissed. right. You know, like that would be insane. And I, I mean, yeah, I, no. I'm not a huge concert person. And that's one of the reasons why, because I've had my taste to that. Uh, not to that extent because I'm, I'm not, you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 bad, and I'm glad. I'm happy to see this. So I hope for right. some whether these guys win or not. I hope, I hope they win. I hope people continue to do this until uh, you know these artists stop doing this. Have you yeah. have you ever had to wait for like an artist at a show? Like I what's have. the longest? Uh, I think the longest we waited was Boys to Men at the House of Blues, and I believe it was pretty close to two hours. Mm. Damn. So yeah, and and you know it's one of those venues where it's like it was uh, it's standing room only, mm -hmm. and you're standing before you you have to get in line to get when you know when you're there, and then standing in the line waiting for them, waiting for the show to start, whatever. It, it, it was it was a lot. My feet were killing me. Mm. My feet yeah. were killing me. Plus, you also spend up end up spending more money to for like drinks, drinks. Mm -hmm. Because you're not just going to hang out there. for two right, hours right. and just nope. do nothing. Nothing, right. Right. No. Right. Uh, more recently, I went to see Bryson Tiller in concert, and we had to wait for him for like 40 minutes. And I was salty during his whole concert. <laughs> I was so, I was like, oh, ain't you going to be like a terrible performer? So I was just like judge, judging him like so hardcore. Like, yeah, like just, just come when you're supposed to and i don't even think 40 minutes is bad no not at all <clears throat> exactly exactly <laughs> but it just made me like even though we had to wait i was still like now i'm scrutinizing his performance you know what's really also weird about this too like madonna's sort of known for being healthy right and lauren hill actually is supposed to be super healthy because you know she's kind of like other earth and all that stuff like that right right is she not am I wrong about this? Oh, uh, she might be from the earth. I don't know about her being super healthy. I just Well, I'm just saying like they're not like known as like the druggies and the out, you know, right. alcohol. They're not shooting up heroin and stuff right. like that. It's not like those are the reasons why right. they're late. Right. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> then like <laughs> I seen Whitney Houston, she was on time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that's why in Houston, she was on time. That's that's, a, that's an interesting <laughs> comparison. Pick. Yeah, I'm just Woo. I'm just seeing if there's something to that. Yeah. Those are facts right there. Okay, you, you can do a little argue. cocaine. It'll pick you up and get you <laughs> to the venue on time. Cannot argue with the facts, people. Okay. Wow. It's not crack. Crack is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> crack is whack. Crack is whack. But that good, clean cocaine will get you to your okay. show on time. But she was not late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-mm-mm. A judge who allegedly called a juror, Aunt Jemima, Ooh. off the bench in Pennsylvania. Oh, hell no. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got I got the I got the audio to that too. Oh what? Yeah, check it out. Is outrageous. Breaking tonight, the president of the Allegheny County Bar Association is demanding an investigation into a local judge accused of making racial remarks about a juror. The story is an important one, but it is disturbing, and we have to warn you that it involves language that normally we would not repeat in a newscast. However, the allegations being made against this local judge are so serious that we decided that it is important to share the statements with you as they were allegedly made. Judge Mark Tranquilli does not need to have the name judge in front of him, and he certainly does not deserve the word honorable. The Black Political Empowerment Project wants Allegheny County Common Pleas Judge Mark Tranquilli removed from the bench entirely. He does not need to be on a judicial bench. He needs to be on a park bench, (laughs) retired. BPEP says Tranquilli was questioning why the assistant district attorney didn't try to block an African-American female juror during the selection process, including saying, quote, you weren't out of strikes when you decided to put Aunt Jemima on the jury, and quote, when she goes home to her baby daddy, he's probably slinging heroin too. Tranquilly allegedly disagreed with the woman being on the jury that ultimately acquitted a drug suspect in a recent case. But BPEP's chairman isn't satisfied with Tranquilly being moved to administrative duties. For a sitting judge to make these kind of comments is outrageous. It is unacceptable. He needs to be removed, period. Now, we made an effort to reach out to the judge for a comment, but we haven't heard from him. We also called the Allegheny County District Attorney's Office, and a spokesperson declined to comment. Yeah, he got to go. Yeah. That's... What the hell? Can I say, say this? <clears throat> even if, even if he really did think these things, and don't get me wrong, I have looked at certain people and have had thoughts about who they might be mm. and stuff like that. But you a judge. You're supposed to, your whole job is about judgment, using best Quality. judgment. And you did not use best judgment in saying that out loud. And no problem. Saying this to a courtroom full of people, <laughs> just like just brazen the balls on this guy. Man, can you imagine? Because, wow! And and on top of that, this all started because he was mad that she was even on the jury in the first place. Right, which shows bias. Which shows his bias. Right, he's a downright bias. If not, should, dare I say, racist? Ooh. I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think, I don't think you're going on a, out too much of a limb with that one. All right. I think he calls her Aunt Jemima and says, like, she's going, going home to her baby, baby daddy who's slinging heroin. Right. Right. And she I hope he said heroin, though. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he said it like that. 
does that matter so much? <laughs> oh my god. This is sad, but this just goes to show you like if this one judge in Pennsylvania is like this, just think about how many other judges are have this same thought pattern. Well, sad. again, I'm not for people's thoughts being bad and something something happening to you because you have bad thoughts. Exactly. I have bad thoughts constantly. Yeah. <laughs> but I have the good judgment to let them just be thoughts. Yeah, I even I I even go a step further and and defend people's right to be racist. Sure. I'll but not if you're a judge. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're a judge. Yeah, no. Not from the bench. Sorry, you yeah. don't get to be racist. No. Not from the no. bench. No. No. No, 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 you don't get to be racist. No. If you are, then you best hide that shit. Real good. You know what I mean? Real good. And if you hide it well, then that's, hey, whatever. It is what it is. But once you start letting it out and you just bold enough to just, you know, put it out there like that, you got to go. I'm with you. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't use it this week, but there was a story in the feed about uh, uh, a CEO that was fired this week because he called his Uber driver or Lyft driver a nigga. Oh, wow. And he, the guy recorded it and then sent it to the news Right. And so yeah. they fired this dude from this from his own company. Mm. So, uh, you know, I kind of like Dino, I kind of feel like he didn't deserve to be fired because yeah. he did that. I yeah. feel like that was bad judgment on his part, but that yeah. was in his real life. That was not had nothing to do with company business. Right. He, you know, he didn't do it in a boardroom. He didn't do it to stockholders you right. know, whatever. He just in a private moment of using not the best judgment. People have a right to be racist. Yeah, they do. And racism is not a good thing it's not a great thing but people have that right and other people have a right to say like oh well I won't buy your product right because I don't like you and I don't want to give you right. money and that's cool too right but also if you're going to be a racist and you're going to be calling people the n-word or Aunt Jemima you have to be ready for any repercussions that come along with that whether that be someone recording you and sending it to your sending it to the news and you lose your job because of that well hey I mean that's what happens when you decide you that it's a possibility when you decide you're going to be openly racially biased. Well, my, to my bigger point, I was just trying to amen Dino's thing. Like when you're a judge, though, eh, yeah. that, you can't out. you can't. No, yeah. absolutely not. You can't. I, we talk about so many times about people coming for people's jobs and we're right. usually 90 percent of the time against it. Right. Yes, I absolutely. agree. And I, I agree with that. That, you know, that same. But uh, I think that was a good uh, example. Mm. Using that Uber driver thing because I feel as you do, you know I don't I don't necessarily agree that he should lose his job for that, you know. Uh, like you said, like if someone says, "Oh, okay, I'm not going to you know patronize that that company or whatever," that's one thing. But I don't feel the company should say, oh, "Okay, because you know you made this racist comment and we, we should fire you." Yeah, I, I show up on time. Right. <laughs> I meet my goals. Right. Right. <laughs> Like yeah, I use bad language outside work. Yeah, I, I I don't like people of different races outside work. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, but there, there's certain jobs like being a being a, a judge, mm -hmm. <laughs> or maybe the president. Maybe, Ooh. The, maybe. Uh -oh. <laughs> president. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, this is. Crazy. This worries me so much. It really does. Why? You already I, know the system's biased. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't. I, I just yeah, I know. Like but it's just like. It's because of, I guess it's just like the, the lack of acknowledgement of it all. It's just, it just, it's so sad to me. It's just sad. 
I know that is. I just feel that like is a part of our life. I, I just it's yeah, just it's like, par for the it's course. Disappointing. Par for course to me is like, you know, I uh, I mean, we could do story if we wanted to. Ah oh, man, Jesus! The, the show could be this all every from time. from start to finish every single every week. Five, no, no, five days a week. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, literally, that's it, true. It, it could be. So, it, it's a fact of life. It just is. It is what it is, and that's you know. I'm waiting for the day uh, though where we get to a position where it's also the white lawyers that are saying like this is unacceptable. Right. This is right. unacceptable. This is not cool because I feel like you know. There's always this thing where people will say like, oh, black people got to make everything about race. <laughs> and, and sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Um, but when it's recognized by other people of like what's really going down, like, like when we had the Sandra Bland thing happen, that was unfortunate. It unfortunately took something like that for some other white people to go like, hey, wait a minute. That never happens to me. And I, do, I did exactly what she did. Right. And then that made people understand. And when they heard their own talking, it, made, it was like, oh, or it took like all these white women voting for Trump for other white women to go like, oh, wait a minute, what's wrong with this country? Mm-hmm. Or like all the white women that came for J-Lo and Shakira after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. for other white women to go like, wait a minute, what's mm-hmm. going on in this country? Yeah. And, my, and I'm, fi- I'm saying that because I, I feel like some of my white friends are stepping up as they're seeing stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I even have some of my clients say things to me and I'm like, all right, cool. But maybe there is some type of understanding then we get the judge who called a lady and your mama. And I'm like, dang, we just we're not quite there yet. But in fairness, I feel like that that uh, question of the of the week that we had a couple of weeks ago where we said, what have we seen uh, improve in our lifetime? Mm-hmm. I feel like that, like what the, the point that you just made, uh, Pip, about uh, you seeing white people in your life or whatever, step up and be like, that's wrong. That's I definitely feel like that's improved in our lifetime. I agree. You know, I, I mean, white people Race come. Tensions, absolutely. White people have come a long Because even liberal way. white people were like apologetic, but they weren't confronting the people that were doing it. Like, oh, my uncle's so racist. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, Did you talk to your uncle? Oh, no. No, no. Yeah. We don't have any conversation with him. Yeah. I'm like, really? Because you think he'll listen to me more than he'll listen to you? The racist one? Mm-hmm. So, speaking of question of the week, it is now time for our question of the week. Okay, so our question of the week was, which would you rather have, notoriety, <clears throat> excuse me, notoriety, money, or authority? So basically, it was two answers. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find it to even share it this Everyone week. said money. Mm. And I'm not going to sit here and read all the names and say everybody said money. I'm going to go and skip ahead to the only person who gave a different answer, which was Momo. Give it up to Momo for always being unique. My boy. <laughs> and he chose notoriety. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So everyone else said money, and they felt like money would bring the other two if you had to have those, you know. But uh, most people were more concerned about that that bag. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, what? I, well, you know, notoriety is like... <sighs> It's not always a good thing. Mm-mm. 
So Monica Lewinsky has notoriety. So I'm just my uh, Kim Kardashian has notoriety. I just wanted to know, like, what would Momo do to get notoriety? Momo, and let us know. Maybe he just wants to be known. Maybe he just want to be like Paris Hilton. <laughs> Is he gonna put out a sex tape? Like Jaja Kabor, just famous for famous. Is he gonna have like several wives and be like very scandalous? I want to know what his notoriety would be. It's just me, I guess. Okay, so Pip, which of the three? Notoriety, first of all, is, is the bottom for me. Mm-hmm. Um, authority. Okay. I want the authority. I want to make the rules. I want to have the power. I want to cut the, through the bullshit, not deal with people I don't want to deal with. And then I feel like I'll have enough money if I have authority. I don't need all the money. I just need enough that I can do what I need to do. And if I have authority, I'll get money. Okay. Dijon? For me, it was a little toss-up between notoriety and authority because I knew that everybody was going to say money, but money was obvious. You got, you know, everybody wants money. But when I looked it up, it said that um, notoriety was becoming famous or infamous for a bad deed or thing that you did. So it was something bad. And I was like, well, I don't want to have to do anything bad to, you know, to have it. So I would definitely go with the authority someone broke into my car a few weeks ago and stole my battery and my radiator cap oh my gosh. and if i had the authority to find out who it was and do something about it honey <laughs> authority well i'm gonna go with the majority and say money that's all i need just the money the notoriety i don't need or if, if possible like for me notoriety would only be even uh Desirable only if it would get me money. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could Absolutely. use it to to for it to lead me to money. Mm-hmm. In that case, you know, it would be okay. But it'd be better to have money and have people not know it. Yes, I would exactly. That would be my first choice. Mm. So yeah, of and authority. I don't. I don't. I don't really. I don't really care if I got money. I don't really care about any of that other stuff. <laughs> I'm good. I do. I want to change the world for, for my good. I want to find out who in the hell stole my battery out of my car. <laughs> what would you do to them? You got all this authority. What you going to do to them? I would do some type of Chinese uh, torture technique. Like get eight dogs, like a pack of dogs. And yes. Have them run around. Have them run around. <laughs> Bring in dead rats. <laughs> Bring them dead rats. <laughs> For a whole year. While they tied up. Exactly. Yep. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Tied up to a battery, electric shock them every 20 minutes. Something like that. Okay. All right. So our question for this week is uh, taking some inspiration uh, since today is Oscar Day, Academy Award Day. Uh, Big thing here in L.A. Traffic is crazy. What was your favorite movie? Not what the Oscars think. Not what the Academy Award thinks. Not what the critics think. What do you think? What was your favorite movie of 2019? Mm. So you tell us what it was. We don't care if it was a comedy. Whatever. As long as it was in 2019. Are we opening us up to television movies and or, or, or just theatrical reasons? I would say... Yes, television, like if it came on Netflix or... Right, because those yeah. often show in the theaters anyway. Mm-hmm. It, it Maybe yeah. that's not in your town. Yeah, it could be on Netflix or, or, or Hulu or whatever. Okay. Uh, but not, not, a, not, a, you know, not a movie of the week kind of on ABC type situation. 
if it's a movie, if it's a legit movie, whether it's on streaming or whatever, you know, what's your favorite movie of 2019? Let us know. We want to hear about it. Right there in. There you go. Right in. Yeah. Your own personal so. best picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your Survive- own personal best picture. Surviving R. Kelly is not a best picture. No, either. it's not. That was a documentary <laughs> series. <laughs> so uh, don't docu- use that. Series. That is a series. Yeah. Documentary but documentaries series. count, though. Right? Yes. Oh, documentary definitely counts. Definitely counts. Documentaries mm-hmm. count. Speaking of documentary series, did anybody see the Aaron Hernandez one? I not have, yet. I haven't yet, but my buddy was telling Tell me, me about it. And uh, yeah, it's on my list. It's on my list. My, too. my buddy was telling me about it. I was like, "Wow, it's good." Yeah, ah, okay. that's what I heard. That's what I heard. My buddy gave it big, big thumbs up. So I'm all for it. You yeah. know, I love my true crime. I was just gonna <laughs> say, Pip always comes with the good uh, recommendations. He was just telling crime. me about something the other day, and I was like, "All I've been all in for it." So now I'm on to the next. All right, Pip, keep coming. Do <laughs> you know what you got? What you watching? What I'm watching, uh, well, I'm kind of waiting for some stuff to, you know, it's kind of like not anything great on at the moment. I'm waiting uh, to actually tonight, Homeland comes back for its eighth and final season. All right, Homeland. So I've been waiting for Homeland. I think it's been on hiatus for like two years. Wow. So yeah, and this this is the final season, and uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about Ozark is will be uh, coming back soon and uh, sometime in I think late March. Okay. And um, something else is coming too. I know what's out right now that we all love. What's that? Hell, Satan, Sabrina got oh, yeah. Yeah. Sabrina came back. Yes. Second half of uh, season Ooh. three. Yes, Sabrina. Sabrina's back. Yes, yeah. the chilling adventures of Sabrina the yes. Teenage Witch. I just caught back. I just caught up with. I just caught up with it, so I'm ready. Okay, I'm, be, I'm yeah. waiting. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna probably do it. I'm off tomorrow, <laughs> so I'm gonna wait. do both. <laughs> I'm gonna do both Aaron and Sabrina, and maybe some Homeland. You, I don't know. You gonna watch all that. of? You gonna watch all of Sabrina in one one day? No, I'm caught up on Sabrina. Oh, okay, so but you mean new, you're just gonna start it? Yeah, start I, I already started half. It. I'm like probably three episodes in. Yeah, I haven't started the new half because so. it came out like what New Year, like the New Year time, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we only one one month into the year. So. Yeah. 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 That's true. It just seems like so much has happened. Uh, I agree, especially coming from somebody who only, never has a day off. So. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so we're in the second month. I've had two days off this year. Yeah. One was the first. The other one was January 28th. That's <laughs> that's how rough it is. I can actually remember the actual dates. Oh, right. yeah. Shout out Black History Month, everybody. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't think right. we didn't even think about that. Black History I know. Month started. And we one forget it'll be over. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. In a minute, you blink. We got an extra day this week, this year. But, uh, Yay. Of, yeah. oh, Pip's gonna make a caramel cake because it's leap year. It's so funny you should say that. Because I don't think I'll make a leap day cake this year. No. <laughs> my leap day cake situation started because I was scared to make a cake and it, I, I burnt my finger on leap day and I didn't make a cake for four years until the next leap day. Yes. But now I've made cakes in between since the last leap day. Gosh. So it's not anything special anymore. You know what? Mm. For I 20 want, years I, mean, I did it. <laughs> I've been waiting for this damn caramel cake. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe that's, you know what? Maybe I might do that because actually that would be really fitting because the original cake was, it wasn't a caramel cake. It was a jam, my grandmother's jam cake that has a caramel, fr- her, my, her oh, grandma's the, caramel frosting Yeah, the, the caramel pour on top. And that, No, it wasn't even a caramel pour. It was like straight up caramel frosting. She oh. had, did a little whipped caramel frosting that was delicious. And my, oh, my grandmother's caramel and her jam cake, we had a little bit of Mogan David in it. Jamming. 
which made me think we was Jewish for a little while, but mm. we're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's leap year. No leap cake, I guess. Well, speaking Maybe. of good movies, uh, we checked out 21 Bridges the other day. Oh. It's really good. Really good. Awesome. So it was it was nice to see Chadwick in a role that was where he was not playing uh, action. No, no, not like a hero of some he sort. He wasn't playing, yeah, because Chadwick Boseman up until now, as far as I know, I've never I've never seen him anything where he wasn't either a, a, a celebrity, a um, right like a historical character right. mm-hmm. or a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So just to see him play a regular role, right. he, he played a cop. You know, he played a detective in New York City, and it, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed seeing him just play just a made up character. It was very nice. A nice change of pace. All right, I'm and it was it was, uh, it was a very good uh, script too. Black Panther is made up, just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> stop reminding us, Pip <laughs> God. Pip, now you know people got their tickets to uh, Wakanda. <laughs> their vacation tickets. I would love to go to Wakanda. I'm saying, <laughs> okay, like, just, Pip just ruined the whole fantasy. Um, Wakanda or Zamunda? Who you got? Pip, you go first. That's a tough one. Dino, why would you do that? That's a tough one. But you know what? I'm gonna have to go Wakanda. Okay. Because well, oh. of technology. Come on, Diddy, who you got? The dance sequence. <laughs> yeah, but you can't call nobody with dancing. Yeah, this this <laughs> who you got? Zamunda or Wakanda? Okay, but listen. It's, that was a long time ago. They don't have Wi-Fi in Zamunda now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Wakanda. No, no. Ah, <laughs> Wakanda. Wakanda. Well, then it's unanimous then. Wakanda three, all three. Let's go. Plus, I don't like the Queen of Zamunda. It's no, it was no contest for me. That was easy. I don't like. Easy. I don't like the Queen of Zamunda. I like the King. I don't like the Queen. No. <laughs> she she was the worst part of the movie. She wasn't. I ho- kind of hope she's not in much of the second. <laughs> <laughs> Series like the main storyline is like the most boring one. Yeah. Every yeah. other character is exciting except for the romantic lead. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, was it Sherry Headley? Yeah, you're referring to. Yeah, yeah she, and I'm not a hater. I used to watch her on all my children. No, no, thing. no, no, no. I agree with you. I agree with you. She, she, she was a bitch in that movie. Not, I didn't think she was a bitch. I just think I her did. character was just underdeveloped. It was weak, very yeah. weak. It was very weak. It and was, she's and, all these other strong characters. And I also feel like her performance was weak on top of it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't that. Strong. She, she wasn't. She looked nice. I don't think there's. You know, it's not a coincidence that she basically faded into his obscurity after that mm-hmm. huge role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah you know, I, I feel like if she had this much of what it takes, that would have been a springboard. Oh, right. like it but, was for everybody, right? Yeah. But did her career ended up on a Fizzle. milk carton? Halle Berry was in so. like two seconds of Jungle Fever, but you remember Halle Berry, okay. right? And I and, I, and I'm even, not even a big Halle Berry fan. I think she's overrated, actually. But, uh, but she makes an impression. She's uh, she's definitely a lot better than Sherry Headley. But uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I just want. Hope that comes out. If this we year. go to Wakanda, you guys, can they just do like an epic dance sequence for us? <laughs> I'm sure they can. It's Africa. Okay. Then, then Wakanda. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's the show. No. That's the show. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, so uh, thank you guys uh, for uh, Beat Break 87FM. Beat Break. Down in at the ATL. Where music and talk radio lives. Thank you so much for uh, checking in and following us. Uh, 
Stay tuned and uh, for the Jeff is Moody show following the, the Shiznit show. And uh, until next week, for Dejan Monique. Just a girl in my world. For Pip Lily. Baby, baby, baby. I'm Dino Rez and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.